Hello, guys, and welcome to the Younger, Smarter, and Better podcast. I'm your host, Christian Adlita, and today we're going on a new journey. Um, this is going to be going into what the next steps of YSB are, um, talking about the new direction I want to set forth learning-wise. I felt like we've done really well in the past four seasons where we've talked about productivity a lot, we've talked about learning, um, how to learn more efficiently, and we'll get more to that in the future, a little bit more learning. Um, but I really wanted to attack some of the other things that I have yet to really approach. And these are some things that I feel like are their own kind of orbit, and they have their own little planets that are off here, asteroids over here that need to be talked about. So we've talked in the past about focusing, habits, goal setting, learning, productivity, planning, time management, all that stuff. And I think that's a really good basis to start. But as you start to get more and more involved in these subject matters, you start to see that there's still a lot more out there. And I felt like we have a pretty good depth in each of these subject matter. And we talked about reading specifically and other things where it's like you have to, it's up to you now, where we've covered a lot of the topics that schools and other areas don't really talk about as much in depth. And then we're like, we, I pose the question to you, okay, now that you know the generic that this thing is out there, what more do you want to learn and how can you go about doing that? And that's kind of what we talked about um, before I went on break. And well, while we're on the subject uh, about going on the past break, let me catch you up to speed on what's happened really shortly in my life, hopefully in the past two to three months now. So about three months ago, we moved to Dallas no, we moved to Austin from Pennsylvania, did a road trip down there after I graduated college or high school. Dang it, I keep messing those things up. Graduated high school, moved down to Austin to live with my dad and stepmom as I go through college, which is the next part and the next step of this new journey that I'm going to be talking about. And so we got there and then about two months in, um, my grandfather who lives in Dallas, along with some of the other family members that live in Dallas, my grandfather had some uh, health issues. So we traveled up there for about 10 days. And then we came back and that weekend that we came back, there was a new procedure that was going on. So we went back up to Dallas. So the past like three, four weeks, we're all like traveling back and forth between Austin and Dallas, which was, uh, for those of you who don't know, even though they're in the same state, Texas is very large, so it's about like a four, four and a half hour drive to go from one state or one city to the other. So um, we had a lot of travel going on, so I was really exhausted with that. And it started to bring up some new issues and new things that I wanted to talk about, about like work-life balance, uh, happiness, and all these other sorts of things that started to pop up and things that I started to write about and read more about. And so during this time, we really wanted to be closer to the families through going through this hard time um, as my grandfather is on hospice now. And so what we decided to do is we moved up to Dallas. We stayed in Austin for two months. We moved down there and then we moved up two months later up to Dallas. And I've been here now for about a week week and a half, we we did the move within 48 hours. We literally were like, okay, where are we going to go? We spent two weeks looking at different places, figuring out the prices, all that sort of stuff. And then we came up with a place. We moved, we un, we packed everything up and we put it in a truck within 40 or within 24 hours. And then the next 24 hours, we got to the place, unloaded it 
and kind of settled in. So it has been absolutely crazy. We went from moving to a different state and then moving to a different city within the span of three months. So that has been crazy, and not to mention COVID. So <laughs> all of that going on as well is still a normal thing. And then on top of that, which is the new things that we're going to be talking about in the future, uh, college. So over the course of that three weeks, we were doing more research. I was The plan was that I'm going to take a gap year for a year to earn money to pay for college completely debt-free. That was my optimal goal. That was sounded like the best way to do things because it just, you know, it financially and logically made sense. And then we came across this university, this completely online university, mind you. So it is called University of the People. It is where I am now enrolled and I am now a student there for the upcoming terms and everything. So I am now officially, I got accepted and enrolled in their like uh, general ed learning about education type course. So I'm already enrolled and I just finished my first week of that, which has been fun and crazy. And I have to say, all of the time that I spent learning about how to learn and systems and focus, self-discipline, all of those things have paid out tens and tens and tens fold because I was able to knock out things so much faster, so much faster. I learned a completely new writing style um, and I, I was able to knock it out within this. It was amazing. Um, so I have to say that all of the time that I've invested in learning about learning and time management and self-focus and all these sorts of things have really paid out. And so going into this, we were talking about starting up a new college life and working at the same time. And then what's awesome, and here's some of the things, I'm going to talk a little bit about the university and my work and how those things are playing into my life schedule right now. So basically, my work is completely remote, which is awesome. And I get to choose my own hours, which is even awesomer. <laughs> so right now, I've got a work that's very flexible and can work around whatever time I need it to. Then I've also got University of the People, which is completely asynchronous. Now, I think that these terms are much more common nowadays with COVID and school starting up again. But asynchronous learning means that everything happens at your own pace. Synchronous learning means that everyone does it at the same time. That's Zoom meetings. Um, that's like if you guys have a presentation or a lecture or something, and everyone has to jump into that live. That's what that's like. Now with university, the people completely asynchronous. It's at your own pace, at your own time. The school is designed for people who have jobs, who have like their own family, who might be inconvenienced or unavailable to do things. It's for people who their culture might not be acceptable for them to try and get an education and try to make it available to them. The university overall is completely online, so they don't have campus costs. All textbooks are provided online free resources. And then the even the course instructors, there's about 3,000 instructors, all of which are volunteering their time for this. So you don't have the cost of paying for um, the instructors or the teachers. The only cost that is associated with this online university is the test taking cost, which is about $100 per course per test every like 10 to 12 weeks. So if you can make $100 every 10 to 12 weeks for a course, you'll be fine. And so what that means is that basically you can get a four-year degree, and I'm taking a four-year computer science degree, which normally nets 40 to 60 out of 
like out of college. So I can get that degree for $4,000, which if you compare that to even community colleges, if you can compare that to public school or public colleges and state schools and all that sort of thing, you're talking about the average community college is about 1500 to 2000 to 3000 per year. So already there, saving probably like 50 to 60 percent there. And then if you go even more and further down the line, state schools, 10 to 15 to 20,000 per year, you could pay for about 16 years of this online university for one year of going to one of these public state schools. So just bringing you into why this has been such an amazing thing and why I'm no longer taking a gap year and why I'm trying to balance working at the same time as doing school is because of this, the availability and the flexibility that this offers to me. So I've been really blessed with this situation where I've got a flexible work schedule, I've got a flexible school schedule, and I've got like flexible with YSB, uh, which I've been very gracious with because of all of the craziness for the past two months. But what that means is it's brought up some new questions for me because now that nothing is structured and completely, everything is at my own my own accord. So if I'm like, okay, I want to work for two hours, I can do that. If I'm like, okay, I, I really need some rest, I really need to sleep in today, I can sleep in. And now that brings up new problems because it brings up as much problems as it brings opportunities. And where that comes into play for me is that it takes self-discipline to do anything now. It's not like you were required to show up for any of these like classes. You're not required to work even And so what that means is that you have to put in the self-discipline to get started. And so that means that it takes a lot more self-discipline to get started and to work on things. And so now it becomes a question of balance. Okay, so if getting a degree is my first priority, what does that need um, hour-wise? How am I going to work this into my schedule? How like these, it brings up new questions. And it also brings up this question of work-life balance, which is a question I think we've briefly mentioned here and there, but haven't really dived really deeply into. And that's something that I really want to get into as we go forward with podcast and go forward with my life. I really want to dive into this issue because I think that this flexibility offers some new things, but I want to talk about it from people who may not have the flexibility. So for example, a lot of universities are doing Zoom meetings as lectures and a lot of schools are doing the same thing and then studying and learning on your own accord. So what I really want to do is not just make this about, okay, here's my life, here's my completely unique situation that very, very few people are fortunate to have, and then try to talk about how to improve that situation. I want to talk about it from a base level. Okay, you're going to standard university over here. You've got these lectures that are completely online, and you need to figure out the self-discipline to get started on working. Or you need to, you have work at the same time, and work is scheduled, and school is scheduled, and it's crazy. What do we do with that situation? How do you balance the priorities that you have in your life with the fun and adventure part? Because I feel like I've kind of lacked in that area because I've spent so much time devoting to these specific areas of working and reading and learning. And I've taken up a lot of my time with that where my social side has kind of um, been at the price of those things, which I don't want to say is negative or has been uh, dramatic in any way, but it has been definitely noticeable. And that is something that now with COVID. So if you think about this, right now with COVID and so it's like, it's hard to go out already and go out and try to meet people or like go to 
public like social activities, libraries and clubs and whatnot, right? And then you've got, you don't have a university, your university is um, international and 90% of the students are not from America. And then you've got, it's completely in your own pace and basically there is no university. So that that's a big social thing for people is there's a place where you're like, oh yeah, we're taking the same school, we have the same class, we can meet up and study sort of thing. I don't really have availability to that. And then you also have work. Work is completely remote, completely online. And I don't have very many uh, co-workers in that field either that are even local. So now what I have is the situation where COVID isolated. I don't have people in school. I don't have people in work. Now, this is a situation that arises new questions and new problems that is going to also be attacked. What do you do with that? I mean, I, I'm still trying to figure out that same question for myself. And that's why I really want to tackle these things, because I think people are having these sorts of things, these sorts of issues as well. So you've got these new areas, these new things that are popping up as life is starting to change, starting to grow. And I really wanted to tackle these things in the future. And I have some different things that I really want to talk about around happiness and mentality and your approach and your perspective going into college, going into work and these other things that I really want to tackle because I think there's a lot there with your mentality and your mental approach to something. If you have a negative mental approach going into something, it's going to be cause a lot more suffering than if you were to be a little bit more open-minded and positive towards the experience. So there's like, we've got so much to talk about and I've got quite a few ideas And I'm just, I want to say again, thank you guys so much for being so patient with me. Uh, We're nearly at 7,000 downloads already, which is crazy. I was looking at the, um, I have a monthly tracker where every month I'll track the like top 20 things that I did that month. And I was looking back at like two years ago or a year ago this time where we only had about 2,000. So we've already tripled in the past year, which is amazing. Uh, It's amazing. It's awesome. I love it so much. And with all of that growth and with the ever-perplexing schedule, I, what I've decided to do is start a Patreon page. Now this, um, I want to say, is not not necessarily like a big, oh, I'm looking for money, please support me sort of thing. It's, a, it's more of a donation, and I wanted to make sure that I give more than I receive with this, especially because I've I feel, I feel like very much that this is something that has been a passion project for me. I don't want it to be something where I'm asking people for money unless I feel that I'm giving something of 10x value. So what I've done is I've spent the past two to three weeks coming up with ideas, coming up with resources that I could provide for you. So the first tier, I really wanted to add a lot of value to the base one. It is called the peer tier. (laughs) Didn't realize that rhymed until now. That's a pretty good name. Anyway, the peer tier (laughs) um, has a Discord supporter role. We have a Discord um, for the community, which I have in the description section below, which you can find pretty easily, I hope. But there is extra things on that where I'm going to be posting more frequently about my goals, about asking you about your goals. If you have any questions, you can get access to um, my database and my personal thing. Um, So we were talking about this peer tier. You also have um, any Patreon-specific content. I'll be adding more posts onto this. I really wanted to make this more impactful. Any ideas or questions I had for you that I really want to tackle your brain a little bit and see if you can figure out these questions for yourself. And then we also have access to my personal productivity tools with the first tier. So I have over the past 
three to four years. I guess it's been closer to four to five years now since ever since I started the podcast, um, which is three years. Wow, that's crazy. So anyway, over that period of time, I have been creating tools alongside of doing this. I've been creating time trackers. I've been creating um, scheduling sheets. I have been creating um, to-do filters and all sorts of things that I have found really helpful for me personally. And so what I've done is I've compiled all of these together into folders that I can share specifically with you. So you get access to all of my personal productivity tools and any more that I create in the future, which I create a lot of tools just on the side when I'm working on a project. I'll do something for either time tracking, for reading. I've got all sorts of different things you can get access to. And if you have any help or need any help with them, I can totally just reach out to you and we can talk about that. Um, the next thing that you also get access to, which is a personally one of my like crown jewel things, one of the things that is very dear to me, is you get access to my personal uh, to-do filter sorting program, which I'll be talking more about in a future episode and go all in depth about it. But basically it's called to filter. And what it is, it's a to-do list sorting and filtering program. And basically we've talked about in the past about time management. How do you get more time back? You either delegate, you eliminate things, you automate things, you try to put things off and defer them to a later time. You procrastinate on purpose. We had multiple episodes about time management and doing the 80-20 rule. These things are not new to you if you've been with the podcast for a while. So what I did is I've basically spent a lot of time the past couple of years of reading and researching about these different ways to manage your time and your to-do list. And basically what I came up with this idea is, okay, if productivity really comes down what to, to what you choose to do with your time, what is the best thing to do with your time? And I was like, this was a question I was struggling with for quite a while. And books had different opinions. They're saying, okay, there's one task that if you do it, it's part of your 20% of things. It does 80% of your benefits. Okay, what is that? How does that, how do I incorporate that into more, uh, an easier term to like try to understand and deconstruct, right? So what I would do is I keep thinking about these ideas. Different problems would pop up. Okay, is it better to do something that takes less time that but is worth more over a longer period of time? Or is it better to do something that's like takes longer, but is like worth it for years and years and years? And so I struggled a lot with these different questions and I came up with my own way of doing things. I'm getting a little bit too deep into this. But basically this program has uses a lot of different inputs. So this program isn't necessarily your basic to-do list where you put in a title of thing, you put in some tags, you give it a little description, and then it's on your to-do list. This one goes in depth. You have a due date. You have, you can defer things to a later date. So it will stay off your list until that date that you choose. So you can choose benefits. How much do you think that this task, completing this task gives to you on a scale of one to 10. Then you have detriments. How much do you think that not doing this task will harm you in the future or now? And then, so if like, if you don't do something, will you lose your job? That's like a five or a 10 on the detriment scale. So now what we're going to do is we keep going further. How long does this task going to take you to do? 
How long do you think it's going to take? Is it going to take five minutes? Is it going to take an hour? Is it going to take three hours? How long are the benefits slash detriments going to last? Is that one year? Is that two years? Is that one week? Is doing the dishes only worth it for a day or a week? Like these sorts of things. And now we go even further. There's so much depth in this and it does involve a little bit more input, but what it does is it basically scales everything all down to a single number. Now, I really want to talk about this more in depth in a future episode. So I will totally be talking about this and thing, but this is part of my tier one where I wanted to give as much as I could. This tool I've been working on for the past three years now. I've read multiple, multiple books on the sorting psychology and all of these different things that I really wanted to compile into a single program, into a single equation. So I created this and I wanted to offer it up to you because I have found it to be extra, extra helpful. It's actually, it's shown me to... (laughs) surprisingly, even after all the things I read, it's given me very, very interesting suggestions for the use of my time, things that I would not have thought of, but the equation and the math basically said that this thing is more important than what I would have thought initially. And so that's just in our first year. That's just $5 a month. You can help me that. That's about cup of coffee nowadays. Now, the second tier, which is going to be a little bit more interesting, I think, for you, is first off, you get everything in the past tier. And then you get everything in this tier, which includes um, a new Discord role. Um, you get access to my personal Zetocast. And this is a big one. You get access to all of the notes I've taken on books. You get access to my personal notes, my personal productivity planning. You get access to all of these things. Basically, it's my mental, personal Zettelkasten. It is my personal Wikipedia page that I've been building for a very long time. And so you get access. So if you're like, okay, I wonder what he has about the 80-20 rule. You can find it. You can search it up in there. You can see all of the related notes. Okay, self-discipline here. It's just, it's such a cool thing. I can't wait to show more about this and talk more about this in a future episode. Um, so you get And then you also get the notes on the books as I read them. So as I read more books, as I add more things to the Zettelkasten, they will get added to it and you can see those as well. So that's the second tier that is called Knowledge Seeker, as in our very awesome catchphrase of uh, stay hungry for knowledge. So it didn't end the episode. Episode's still going. Um, (laughs) But anyway, that is the second tier. Then the third tier is visionary. This is a little bit more expensive for $30 a month, but you get one-on-one goal setting and training with me. And this is very, very interesting. And this is something I'm very excited to announce where we can do one-on-one monthly goal setting calls and you get personalized goal sheets that you can print out. I have been working on designing a way to make goal setting visual, something that for the people who don't like just writing down like a simple word on a page and be like, okay, I want to work on this. I want some way that's visual that when you look at it, it's on the wall, it's on the fridge, wherever you can see it every day. And it's got a progress bar in it. So you can fill out the progress bar and see you actually getting closer and closer to your goal. It's like a fundraising goal where you can see that progress, but with your personal goals, things like working out, like reading, setting a certain amount of hours to work or to study. These sorts of things can be visualized in front of you. I am really excited. I've spent a lot of time on that and I'm really excited for all of those that want to get a, be a part of this program. So that is everything for the Patreon page. Um, personally, I am really excited to get this going. This has been something that I've been personally procrastinating on for way too long because of the emotional and... Um, mental idea of even asking for money but I really wanted to do is I realized that I didn't want to just ask for donations 
And if you do want to donate, that's great. And this is a way to do that. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to offer more of myself than like I wanted to be able to give more than just asking for money because I felt like that was very shallow for me to do. So what I wanted to do is give every piece of value that I possibly could. And so I have created this. Um, this is something that I'm going to be working on. It is still a little bit work in progress. Um, there are still some kinks, but this will basically allow me to continue doing the podcast with more and more effort, especially as things like my time and um, the, with college and work, this will allow me to buy more time for YSB, for the podcast, for this content to help you and to help others. So if you are interested in helping support the podcast or helping support me personally as we bring these these different content and these different ideas out, please, please, please give that a check out. Just at least look at it, skim over it. I'm really excited with all of the things that are going to go into this, and I can't wait to see what happens with it. Honestly, I have no idea, but I mean, if you're listening to any of this podcast, you are part of a very few select people who are even interested in these types of things. So I would definitely say, now that you've made it this far into the podcast episode, you might want to give that a check out. But thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We have so much to talk about, so many things are changing, so many different questions that have been racking my brain. So with all that said, thank you so much for listening to the episode, and as always, stay hungry for knowledge.